Welcome to Quiver Financial and Monday's Money Education. Today is Naming 401k Beneficiaries. Taking control of your financial future often involves making decisions that ripple far beyond your own life. One such decision is designating a 401k beneficiary a choice that can secure a loved one's financial stability long after you're gone. Navigating this essential aspect of estate planning involves more than just ticking a box. It's a journey through complex rules, varying options, and sometimes emotionally charged family dynamics. So I wanted to dive in and steer you through the labyrinth of 401k beneficiary rules and offer insight into making the best choices for your unique circumstances. What is a 401k beneficiary and why are they important? When you have a 401k or an IRA account, you're not just saving for your future. You're also paving the way for financial stability for your loved ones when they're not around. A 401k beneficiary is someone you designate to receive the assets in your 401k account after you pass away. There are crucial parts of your estate planning. Why is naming a beneficiary so important? If you don't set one, your assets could be tied up in a lengthy legal process. Even worse, they might not go to the person you'd have chosen. Let's say you're married, but you haven't named your spouse the primary beneficiary. Depending on the laws of your state and the rules of your retirement plan, your hard-earned savings might not go to your spouse automatically. So, a 401k beneficiary is not just a name on a form. It's a crucial decision that impacts how your assets are distributed after your death. It's not just about you. It's about securing the financial future of the people you care about. Contingent beneficiaries. Contingent beneficiaries work precisely the same as the name implies. They act as a backup beneficiary if your primary beneficiary predeceases you or is otherwise unable to claim the assets. Naming a contingent beneficiary can help prevent your estate from experiencing legal holdups, such as an extended probate process. While not necessary, naming a contingent beneficiary can add more flexibility and security to your estate planning. The impact of the SECURE Act on 401k beneficiary rules. In 2019, the landscape for naming 401k beneficiaries changed dramatically when the introduction of the SECURE Act. This legislation separated beneficiaries into three categories. Eligible designated beneficiaries, designated beneficiaries, and those who don't fit into either of these classes. The legislation was popular and successful, leading to an update in 2022 under the new SECURE Act 2.0. So what does this mean for you? First, it added an extra layer of complexity when deciding who to name as a beneficiary. For instance, surviving spouses, minor children, and disabled in individuals fall under the eligible designated beneficiary. This category gets special tax treatment and more flexibility in withdrawing funds. Additionally, any individual not more than 10 years younger than the deceased 401k owner can be named as an EDP. Others, like adult children or friends, 
fall under designated beneficiaries. Their withdrawal options might be more limited, affecting on how quickly they might withdraw the money and whether they face an early withdrawal penalty. And finally, entities like charities or trusts, as well as individuals not clearly defined, fall into the last category. They have to adhere to different rules, often less advantageous. Most beneficiaries must follow the 10-year rule. This rule stipulates that beneficiaries must take required minimum distributions, or RMDs, to completely empty the account by the 10th year following the original owner's death. Spouses are the most flexible beneficiaries as they can blend the inherited 401k with their own plan, allowing them to delay RMDs until they retire. Minor children can also delay RMDs, as we'll see below. To navigate this maze of rules, it's advised to consult with an expert financial advisor or a family law attorney, especially before naming a minor as a beneficiary. The complexity of naming a minor as a beneficiary. Choosing a minor as a 401k beneficiary may seem like a generous gift for their future, but it's a decision that comes with a set of complications. Minors, defined as individuals under the age of 18 who have been emancipated, can't directly manage a 401k account or a traditional IRA. So if you do name them as a beneficiary, someone else has to step in and manage the assets until they reach the age of majority. First, an executor must appoint to oversee the management and distribution of the 401k funds. This typically involves a legal process where someone petitions the state courts on behalf of the minor. Legal experts such as family law attorney are generally necessary to file the appropriate paperwork. Additionally, family dynamics can make this process even more challenging. For example, if the minor's parents are going through a contentious divorce, the proceeds to the name on the executor could get complicated and prolonged. Moreover, other relatives like grandparents might need to be notified and could have a say in who gets appointed as the executor. And here's one last consideration when naming a minor child as a 401k beneficiary. While minor children who inherit a 401k can delay RMDs, they can only do so until they reach the age of majority, in most places 18 years old. At this point, the 10-year rule begins, giving them 10 years to empty the account through RMDs. For all these reasons, if you're considering a minor as a beneficiary for your 401k plan, it's crucial to consult with professionals versed in the state laws to make the process as smooth as possible. Special considerations for spousal beneficiaries. If your spouse is your 401k beneficiary, special rules come into play, largely thanks to the SECURE Act. Securing spouses is classified as eligible designated beneficiaries, which gives them more flexibility than other beneficiaries. Spousal beneficiaries often have more options and flexibility. Still, each choice comes with it, its pros and cons. As always, it's recommended to consult a financial advisor familiar with the laws of your state to make the most informed decision. Understanding these rules and options empowers you to make the best financial decisions during a challenging time. Options for surviving spouse beneficiaries. Lump sum distributions. One option is to take the entire 401k balance as a lump sum 
While this provides immediate access to the funds, it's crucial to consider the tax implications. The entire amount is taxable in the year it's withdrawn, which could bump you into a higher tax bracket. Rolling into your own IRA. A more tax efficient approach is to roll the deceased traditional 401k account into your own traditional IRA. This option allows the assets to continue to grow tax-free until you decide to make withdrawals. If the inherited plan is a Roth 401k, you can only roll it over into another Roth account. Family trusts, an alternative to direct beneficiary designation. Not comfortable with naming a minor or even a spouse directly as your 401k beneficiary? You might want to consider naming a family trust as the beneficiary instead. Trust can offer a layer of protection and control that individual beneficiaries cannot. It can also avoid the need for an executor when leaving your assets to a minor. Setting up a trust requires careful planning and some legal paperwork, but it can give you greater peace of mind about how your 401k assets will be managed and dispersed. As with any complex financial decision, it's best to consult with an experienced professional like financial advisors and family law attorneys to explore whether this option is right for you. Benefits of conduit and accumulation trust as named beneficiaries. Two popular types of trusts often used are conduit and accumulation. Both types are recognized under the SECURE Act, offering tax advantages and regulatory compliance. Conduit trusts. With a conduit trust, RMDs from the 401k pass directly to the trust and then must be distributed to the trust beneficiaries. This type of trust can help control how much money minor beneficiaries receive at, the, at a time. Accumulation trusts. Unlike a conduit trust, an accumulation trust allows the trustee to accumulate distributions within the trust. This can provide protection from creditors and more controlled disbursements of funds. Practical advice and special circumstances. When naming 401k beneficiaries, several variables must be considered. While the rules and regulations can be navigated, you should also account for the practical aspects and the unique characteristics your beneficiaries might face. Naming a 401k beneficiary isn't a decision that should be made lightly. It requires strategic planning and often professional advice to ensure that the account holder's wishes are honored while safeguarding the beneficiary's financial future. Age considerations and health. First, consider the minor beneficiary's age and your health. If the child is 16 or 17 and you're in good health, the risk of them facing complications may be lower. But remember, you're essentially rolling the dice. If something unforeseen happens, the minor could still face challenges accessing and managing those assets. Divorcing parents and contentious divorces. The situation becomes even more complex when the minor's parents are divorcing or are embroiled in a contentious divorce. These personal matters can slow the already lengthy process of transferring assets and may require legal maneuvering. Therefore, consider the family dynamics that could impact the minor's ability to receive and manage the inheritance. Consultation with a family law attorney for state-specific rules 
and advice on trusts. Every state has its own set of laws on inheritance and trusts. Therefore, the textbook advice is to consult a family law attorney who is well-versed in these state's regulations. They can guide you on how to set up a conduit or accumulation trust best and help you navigate the state-specific rules that ultimately determine how smoothly the process will go for the minor beneficiaries. Thank you for tuning in to Quiver Financial's Money Education Monday, and we'll see you again next week.